Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Mercer. now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where do you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the, on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in the house, and if you know me, you know I abhor recording in the house. When I raised my voice to shout in the house, it echoed off the non-soundproof walls, although thank God we have a bedsheet from 1970, sun bleached or just bleached hanging from the door frame as if to absorb sound. I literally got that in college. But That's... it already was a hand-me-down in college, right? That, could, you, like, that couldn't have been a fresh sheet. No, no. I, I think I bought that in college. Where you're like, I want chocolate brown sheets. It was a sophisticated color in 1993. I was alive in 1993, and or I maybe, didn't have anything wait, that no. was like... It had been 94. Oh, that, well, that, why didn't you say? Yeah. For those people out there who really understand their uh, the the popular colors of the era, did you ever have flannel sheets? Oh yeah, you I did. did. Yeah. I never did. I think they I still were, have a, a set somewhere. They were very popular. Yes, they might still be popular. They're but great in, for you know cold weather, I guess. Right? Yeah, you in uh, downtown L.A. Wait, where were you? Where's USC based? Yeah, don't well downtown, downtown South, Central. South Central. No. Yes. Needing the warmth of your flannel sheets. And you sleep hot anyway. It really was a foolish purchase. Uh, what I need are, um, what would be like, I need silk sheets. Yes. I, I like legit need silk sheets. You know those silk pillowcases for ladies so it doesn't screw up your hair? Yeah, I have one. Yeah. I want, those are the best pillowcases to sleep on and I want that for my whole body. In fact, I want to be ensconced in silk when I go to bed. You know, there was... A running joke, probably back in the time when you purchased these chocolate brown glam sheets with uh, some kind of, they're like ribbed for no one's pleasure. I need a, a, a giant silk condom to slip into when I go to bed. So what I was going to say is there was a running joke that silk boxers created a permanent erection. What? Never heard that. I feel like people were constantly, maybe just in my circle. Silk boxers? Yeah, people were constantly making references to the fact that with silk boxers, you can like get, get yourself off just walking around and, and, and just the how non-practical silk boxers were. Are they a sponsor or something? For someone, why you, no. Why are you promoting it so heavily? I do have a sheet sponsor really to talk about it. later. Okay. But for someone who was such a late bloomer and who was very, very virginal, um, 
I acted like I knew a lot of stuff about sex. Maybe that's always the way. You were you were a double V. You were a very virgin. I remember one time I had a gynecologist appointment. If anyone new is listening, it's not always like this. Usually it's more like fart talk. But we're yeah. just getting oh, into we'll get there. Hot, hot and heavy topics right away. Be, yeah. Um, but I remember my gynec so my gynecologist would always ask you are you dating someone or blah 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 you know personal questions to assess your risk and i remember i said i'm super single and she said people always say that they always say super single what is super super single means there's nothing on the horizon yeah, no prospects right well i think if you say you're single you mean you, super single and otherwise you'd say you're dating someone oh no single could mean like you're still dating but you're just not in a committed relationship here's the thing when you're married and on tax forms yeah. on forms it says super single <laughs> i mean the, double v i knew trump made some weird yeah. alterations to the tax code but. on forms single means unmarried but i think colloquially in com- or conversationally single means not not involved with anyone yeah but involved could mean lots of things so I think like single could mean you've got people you see and you're dating. I don't think someone like, I think a man like that that's, would describe himself as single. Well, that's why I'm saying why you'd say super single is a way of saying, no, no, I'm like legit single. Like there's nothing. It's a true single. This is what I think. I think a woman and gross generalizations. Yes. You have no authority to tell me about what women <laughs> Well, let me, you know what? Let me flap my gums on this one and then you tell me if this is right for a woman. I think a woman would not say single. A woman would say, oh, I'm seeing someone or oh, I'm dating someone. But a man visiting the gynecologist, first of all, what's he doing there? But second of all, if he says, it's like that Mitch Hedberg joke. And weirdly, this is the second time I've made a Mitch Hedberg reference on podcasts this week. The other one being on Childish. The podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. You just got Fitz dogged. Um, but the joke is something like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" No, but I, but I do have. I, I do know a woman who would be mad to hear me say that. <laughs> Good. Um, did I ever tell you that I saw Mitch Hedberg at Largo? No. And he killed. And uh, the of joke course. that I remember, the joke that I remember, and by the way, someone out there is like. That's not a Mitch Hedberg joke. You saw this guy. Oh. <laughs> but I think it was Mitch Hedberg. I'm pretty sure. It would, this would be like 95. Really. This, in this podcast, we'll go year by year, well, starting I do in 93. follow his Twitter account, and it tweets like the same 12 Mitch Hedberg jokes yeah, repeatedly. So I'll tell you if this joke, the joke is on the Twitter account. He goes, so uh, this shirt, and it's like a nice button not shirt. He goes, this shirt is dry clean only. So you know what that means? That means it's dirty. <laughs> that sounds like a Mitch Hedberg joke. Know, that's really funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you got Mitch on the brain. What were you saying, though? No, that's right. I got Mitch on the brain. Yep. I hope they can do something about that. I hope they can drain it. Um, no, but what were you... Why, why did we get there? I don't know. It would take... T- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a year into quarantine. Would really take... <laughs> My brain <laughs> cannot take- hold the thought. I literally... Three weeks ago, woke up and could not hold a memory in my brain. Oh, are you talking about for when longer we... than um, like a minute? Yeah, the day where where we were worried about what was happening to you. I was like kind of freaked out. I called my mom, who uh, you know she's 
works in the medical. She's like medical adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. Am I going crazy? <laughs> She's like, she, honey, I think you just need some sleep. Meanwhile, your wife who's sort of medical adjacent in that my dad's a doctor. So therefore I feel like I know a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also I have Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I had already told you the same thing your mom told I know, you. I needed but a took- second mom opinion. <laughs> Yours was the first mom opinion. And I said, I need a second mom opinion. So That's I went smart. back to the original mom. I understand. So um, let's get into the poop stuff for a second. And then we'll move on into other stuff. Possibly. Can we get the poop on the poop? The poop scoop. Yeah, that works. Crab chat. So our four-year-old just entered the room. Oh, I haven't even explained why we're recording inside because you know that people like to keep a 3D map in their head of There's where There's a lot of why fans we're who are only fans because they like to keep track of where someone is sitting. <laughs> and, you, and you're the only podcaster that gives people a detailed record of where your ass is. So it's got a huge, huge popularity in that sub subgroup. I know, right? So I don't want to, um, I don't want to pivot now when they're expecting the the right the ass deets. That's right. So everyone, bust out your Allison's butt journal <laughs> and uh, and mark down in the house for today's episode. Yeah, but they need to they need to fill in the why. Well, that's what you're gonna give them <sighs> because we have no childcare. And because Daniel is uncomfortable recording in our studio, which is a few feet away from the main house. It's in like our 20 feet away from the house. It's even more than that. And I realized that the monitor does stretch out. Owen's napping right now and Elliot is watching TV and also playing on his iPad. We're great parents. We're great parents. Um, but I... This is me six years ago. These parents whose kids are on screens all day, they're just lazy parents. You just got to work harder. And that's, all, you know, mm-hmm. a tough shit. You had kids. Cut to me now. Like, he's... he's Buying him an iPad. Yeah, he's like the architect in, in uh, Matrix 3, you know, with all the screens. I saw that movie, but I don't understand the reference. But I understand it. I just can't place it. Anyway. This is not important. Anyway, um, I also... And I hate recording in the house. I, mean, I get self-conscious. I can't be in the moment of my important talk about gynecologists and whatnot. Um, but even I found myself a little bit uncomfortable with saying to the four-year-old, like, okay, you're in charge. Mommy and daddy are out there. Not that he would be in charge, but, you know. So we hauled all our shit inside. This Here whole we are. episode, by the way, is about why we're inside. <laughs> <laughs> So our four-year-old came in a second ago and said he needed to use the potty. And um, it was a big event. It's, you know, these days, it's, it's what passes for entertainment in this household. He had not dropped a deuce in a number of days. It was, I was getting ready to break out. It's like prune. he's me at summer camp. When I was a kid, I didn't, he holds it for days. I didn't, I don't even think I peed more than once when I went to, I only went for six days, six terrible days, but I don't think I peed once. For me, it was a yearly event because I went to summer camp every year and every year there Sleep would be a camp? week. Yeah. There'd be, I was there for a full week and that was a full week of, of no deuces. <laughs> Wait, how have I been married to you? Seven years on the day this episode comes out. We've talked about it. You just don't remember. 
No, I, but I don't, how have we not talked about you going away to sleepaway camp? Yeah, we've talked about it. We have? Yeah. What was it called? Well, I was in the boys chorus. It was oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was camp. Well, I don't understand. Break. The, I know, break camp is a hard concept. <laughs> so we would go to these cabins and it was in Mount Lemon um, from Tucson and up in the mountains, in the pines. They have cabins, you know, lots of them. And actually, uh, it was a Boy Scout camp, and it was like a very old, very, it's actually a pretty cool space, because it was like all these little camps with tents, like, but they're permanent tents, Mm -hmm. so there was like a concrete slab with cots on it, but then there was like a canvas uh, tent over it, and they were spread out over like a huge area. And there'd be all these little ones, and each one had a name. And then, so you were assigned to a, they're all uh, Native American tribes. So it'd be mm. like Apache, Pima, Navajo, whatever. And uh, and then these long trails that would go out to like these these uh, little amphitheaters made out of logs, or you would go and there'd like be a shooting range or archery range or like whatever, all that stuff. Were there horses? No, they didn't have horses. I know. Because um, the shitty camp I went to sounds similar, but with horses. They had a swimming pool, and then so they would have all these contests. So it would basically be like, for for a couple of days, there would be these competitions. It was like, you know, every single thing we did would be now open for competition. You could win, whatever. And they'd have a swimming day, but the swimming pool, because it was up in the up in the mountains, Lemon mountains that I've never Mount heard Lemon. Of. Yeah, the thing about the mountains you may not know because I don't know if you've been into mountains. I feel like I have. Where there are like pine trees and stuff? Yeah. So I've had the full mountain have experience. You, but have you been in the mountains when there hasn't been snow? Like when it's not skiing? Like summer type mountains. Have you done that? I think I have, yeah. I doubt it. No, I have. But it was late at night and I was probably drunk. Because right. at my college there was a cabin up in the mountains that some of the... Okay, I've been trying. I'm dancing around the fact that there were non-national fraternities at my school. Oh, you had like a local fraternity. I don't know. I don't know where all they existed, but there was one that they called themselves the Nappies. I don't know, like New Alpha Phi or something, and it was a co-ed non-national fraternity. Um, but just. Lest you think my school was crunchy and didn't take part in panhellenic hijinks, there was, the I think, the Fidels or something that got kicked off campus because they had a initiation ritual involving a sheep named Seymour, and the boys would be, they, they, that was just dudes, and the boys would be blindfolded and told they had to give the sheep just one poke. <laughs> and they actually had, and, and the whole thing... <laughs> <laughs> but then they didn't actually have to. My friend Sean, who I haven't been in touch with in years, um, but if you're listening, that used to be a we we used to say just one poke to each other. Uh, it was just the like if you actually humor. followed through on it, you were kicked out because that was no one actually touched the sheep, but they did have a sheep. But they wanted to know if there was if there's a guy in this pledge class willing to do this. We need to know about it now. No, I don't think and so. He's out. No, no, no. I think that they appreciated his gumption and his spirit. He's they like just, the president of the fraternity. Probably. Yeah. They just didn't actually. Wasn't the uh, former uh, premier, wait, what did they have in England? The uh, prime, minister? prime minister? Wasn't the former prime minister accused oh, of having after pig? Yeah. I know some, there's that I Black know. Mirror thing, but like right. in real life. 
there's some real life analog. I don't know. But it was in a fraternity situation, I think. Sounds like it. Probably. Yeah. Half of fraternities is a statistic that people don't believe, but is true. Half of fraternity members have fucked pigs. So, yeah, possibly. What is happening? It's just the table, honey. Okay. Hmm. The table that is not great for recording a podcast because we're inside. So anyway, I don't know if the local Claremont cops busted the house where they kept Seymour the sheep. I don't know. But this all went down. But anyway, so the non, even in jest, sheep fuckers, the nappies had a cabin in the woods. By the way, if you were to talk to the sheep community, it was like there was once this pretty fucking awesome situation (laughs) where one of us was kept in this beautiful house and and, and effed by a bunch of uh, frat guys. You feel like the sheep would have liked that? Oh, honey. I mean, if you put yourself in the mind of a sheep. Okay. No, it would probably suck if you were a yeah, sheep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there were a, a lot of jokes that I just didn't make. That's what happens sometimes. So anyway, the nappies had a cabin and it was, I only ever went, and they made their own Kahlua, and no one fucking told me until I'd had some of their Kahlua. But they made their own Kahlua? Yeah, it involved vodka and coffee grounds. Oh. <laughs> so basically, you're drinking a cup of vodka with coffee That's grounds in it. That's not your own Kahlua, That's what they called it. Maybe there was more to it, but yeah. I know that I got a mouthful of coffee grounds. So I got there, and also there was all these switchbacks you had to walk up to even get there. And I was like a large lady at the time, large-ish. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I just remember by the time I got to the cabin where this senior named Rob who had long hair that I had a crush on and also he had a girlfriend, um, uh, and there was nothing between us at all. He just was cute. But by the, And he was a nappy. And by the time I got there, I was so out of breath, I could not speak. So I had to <laughs> wet my whistle with some homemade Kahlua. But what no one told me, there was no bathroom. What? There was no bathroom in this cabin. That's how natural but it was. But they didn't have like an outhouse or anything? No. They just gave you a roll of toilet paper and sent you off into the wilderness. This is just... Yeah, so you... What did you do? I peed. Where? In... On a pile of leaves? I oh, don't know. Went, so you went out in the I woods. had to go really bad. You know, you know how I... Our engagement was almost ruined by the fact that I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So, no. Did you take that hard? No, I'm just thinking about how often you go to the bathroom, and it's a lot. I know. so It's, it's a lot for a normal person. <laughs> it's crazy that I was able to hold it all through camp. But anyway, I've been in the mountains is all I'm saying. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Tony, cut all that out. Um, what, I'm, what I was saying is, when you're in the mountains... Uh, there's a lot of bugs. Okay. I know. All sorts of pu- bugs. Bugs you don't see down in the valley, the hot desert valley that I was used to living in. Okay. And the swimming pool. Oh, God. Had a oh, shit no. ton of like beetles and bugs just floating. I mean, Dead it was or like, alive. A, it was uh, both. <laughs> both and everything in between. Every stage of mortality, <laughs> being born. Uh, and, Was it like uh, that chart of man's evolution? 
Yes, there were tiny little men and tiny little <laughs> apes. It was exactly like that. Uh, I wasn't getting in that fucking swimming pool. But you had to because of the contest? No, I didn't have oh, okay. to. I refused See, this, to participate. This, this proves I don't, I've not heard this before because I don't know what's coming next. It's very much the same reason that I didn't use the outhouse because uh, I don't know if you've done the math on this, but once you drop trow and squat over a hole, you're leaving the tuchus wide open for every single bug. And there are bugs. There are every kind of flying bug. There's spiders. There's potentially serpents. Uh, there might even be some weirdo <laughs> hang it, who Merle. likes to, I don't know. And they want to crawl right up in that centipedes. I mean, I'm not fucking, not leave, leaving it open right. is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it just, it stayed, stayed with me. I carried, I carried with me what I ate down <laughs> and uh, when I, when I would get picked up and we get home, uh, they knew that I'd be in the bathroom for quite a while. Now, given that you were in the Tucson boys chorus, a prestigious chorus, look it up, you guys. Why did you guys go to camp? Was it like a team building kind of thing? Yeah, it was just like, like a young like, ropes course. We, d- we, we did roping. Do you mean lassoing? Rope tricks is what we called them. Yes. Yes. You, I mean. you, you, would, you did learn rope tricks. I did learn rope, tri- rope tricks, roping. <laughs> At my dumb camp, um, we also learned how to like lasso a fence post, but I could not no, do it. No, this isn't lassoing French, fen- fence posts. This is like... Twirling shit. Twirling and jumping in the twirl and doing like... You know, like they would do in uh, like Roy... Ro- the kind of shit Roy Rogers would do. Now... We're like, a, it was like an army of Roy Rogerses. Can you still, do you think you could still do any of this? I tried recently. I can, I can, I can do the, the, the circle outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can maybe do a couple like rattlestick stomps, which is when you put your foot in there and then you just stomp in it. Mm-hmm. But I can't get inside it anymore. That you used to be able to like, you, you do it on the side, uh-huh. you get it going and then you'd hop in and then, then you're inside it and then you can, uh, you'd lower it and flip it up and then and you'd, you'd like throw the rope up like you're lassoing yourself and uh-huh. then you can do it on the side so it's like a, a vertical mm-hmm. circle and then jump through it. All of you guys were doing this? Everyone w- would try it. Not everyone got very good at it. It's were tough. you it's very hard. good? I was okay. But like, did I you wasn't do, one of the best. Did you do it on stage? I never got good enough to be on the rope team. There were six guys on the rope team. And they all came out and did this. Yeah, they were I mean they would get good. They would get like the really really big rope and they would and then they would you'd count how many times they could jump through it. One more question. This is all. And then we had a really big rope and they'd get on each other's shoulders. Uh. So it would be like a three guys and one giant rope doing that and then flipping it up. That's really cool. It was pretty cool. Question. <laughs> now you said you tried it recently. Yeah, like recently within like- the last couple of years I where was I? Got a rope in my hand, and I tried to do it. Mm. Uh, it was in the middle of the night. I snuck out. This isn't <laughs> the kind of thing you do around people. It's not socially acceptable. So anyway, what I was starting to say earlier is our four-year-old came in, used the bathroom. He has been holding it for days, and it just was like, he goes so fast. Oh. I don't understand. You want to hear about the rapid deployment? 
<laughs> this morning, so normally in the morning, you let Wendy out, uh, you know, first thing after she eats. But the gardeners were here, and so I had to take her out front. And so I got the leash on her. We walked out. What do they call the like area, the grass area right before the street? The, the parkway, I think. Is that what they call that? I think so. I don't know. She hit that parkway, and you know how it's like she'll pee, she'll just go boom, and she'll she'll pee. Mm-hmm. She's like boom, and then the poop was there. It was like it was just it was like that. It was right there, and all she did was open the hatch doors, and it just. <laughs> Boom on the grass. Wait, you mean she didn't? Because usually she makes like four hundred no, crazy it was just eights. Like, walk, walk, boom. She didn't circle I or she anything. Peed. Wow, it was that fast. Wow. Well, something. It's something in our house because our son did the same thing. And I'm just wondering when you're young because it has less distance to travel. I don't know because his pipes are brand new. What's happening? Because I think it's new pipes. Maybe his whole system is just. Uh, it's just brand spanking new, so it works really well. Daniel. Yep. It's a lot of stuff to get into, but would you like to hear a voicemail? I would love to. If you would like to call into the show, 323-553-2331. Also, if you would like to contact us, show at gmail.com and follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram, and then follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYNBF. And you can send your just me or everyone's things you think we're doing. You wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? To at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Okay, so normally the solicitation is let me, call into the show. Let me know how it's going out there. However, yeah. I How's amended it, it. That's right. I yeah. amended it this time. Okay. I also want to know what do you think of thong underwear? Can Ooh. you stand it? Mm. Do you like it? Sound off. As a wearer? I, here's the thing. I wanted to know both as a wearer and as an appreciator of it. Hmm. However, I did not feel comfortable writing, if you're a dude, do you like when you're late? I was like, I don't know how in a short, small number of words to make this inclusive. So I'm just going to make it a general question. Got it. But it came up on my show, on the Thursday show with Jenna. Mm-hmm. And... It's it's not a new topic. I know I'm not blazing new territory. I've talked about it before, but you know, I can't stand thong. I can't stand thongs. My guess is she can't either. She can't, but she had to I asked her because Greg Heller was not there to ask the obnoxious questions. I said, Can Mormons wear thongs? What would you think is the answer? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, well, based on the fact that you just tipped your hand that mm. that she tipped has i guess she ha- they can but i would think no the answer was oh yeah oh yeah like as if not only can they but they like do. boy do they huh well when you think about it but i thought on- they had their i had thought they had special underwear that they had to wear that is not my understanding with the i think they're called temple garments yeah um is that that doesn't take the place of other it's underwear. It's just like over it or something? I know that <clears throat> the bra goes over it. So I don't know about underwear. Oh my God. Oh my God. Imagine wearing that and then wearing a... Maybe it would keep the thong out of your butt. But anyway, so oh yeah, Mormons can wear thongs. And But Jenna agrees with me that they're Satan's underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but she had to wear them when she was a singer at Lagoon, which is that Six Flags in Utah because Just, the outfits, show the panty lines, lines or something. Yeah. yeah. So, by the way, I do have a sponsor who makes underwear, and I purposefully to let you guys behind the scenes purposefully did not include. I, I'm doing that one on a different on a different show because I need to talk about thongs, and they probably make lovely thongs. Just not for me. Some, a lot of people do like thongs. So, Daniel. Yeah. My understanding of you mm. is that you're someone who doesn't like thongs. But I was thinking, I've is never that, worn them, to be fair. <laughs> is that true? Or do you say that to make me feel better because you know that I can't stand underwear in my butt? Don't like thongs. I feel like that's what you said. It might have been early I on when you were trying to... Like, I honestly, uh, I think more. I think more coverage is sexier, and that's the God's honest truth. I think that, not like I'm not saying like, oh yeah, give me a sexy burka, honey. <laughs> not like that, but I just think like it. It feels very to me the 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 look of uh, a woman in a thong as a an erotic image mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like it is erotic <laughs> um but you know what i mean like if you're oh this is a sexy picture of a lady and she's right. got you know a thong bikini or something. that feels very 80s to mm-hmm. me like they, those high-waisted bikinis and stuff it's just not to me it's just like that move to as little clothing as possible is not a move towards something that's more sexy it just uh it's not um it says it's not more of a turn-on but if I was like, gotta have my thong, I love it, you'd probably be into it, right? <laughs> uh, I don't, I honestly don't think that I would. Well, anyway. Okay. But, you know, some guys are, hey, look, you know, but some guys are in a, you know, girls farting on birthday cakes. So, you know, to each his own. Hi, Allison. It's Lori from Ventura. Um, I have never worn thong underwear. I don't think they make it in my size. And also my regular underwear kind of um, becomes uh, a thong if I bend over too far. Not a fan. I am doing okay now that I'm um, fully vaccinated through my employer. I don't feel uh, terror when I step out of my um, step outside or go to the store. I am wearing masks and keeping distance. Um, I hope everyone gets vaccinated as soon as they can and keep being careful until it's safe out there. Once again, this is Lori and hi, Daniel. Hi, Owen. And hi, Elliot. I love the show. Thank you. Goodbye. And I love um, your other podcast with great. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. So uh, this came up on mm. the episode with Jenna. Mm-hmm. Not just Jenna. It was Jenna. It was her husband, hashtag Al. It was Colonel Jeff Fox. It was Tony. It was the old gang, pretty much. It was so much fun. Check that one out. Um, But, you know, maybe some people have shallow butts. The distance from the outermost point of the cheek to the so you, anus. You think a shallower butt will will like a thong more than a than a deep crevasse? I think so. I think so. I don't know. What now? Why? Why would that be a more pleasurable? Because I f- think it would feel less like there's something in your butt. But I don't know. 
I mean, the idea of wearing a thong and bending over, even though that's not what Lori was saying, but just the idea of it. Oh, my God. I'm getting angry oh, just well, thinking maybe, about it. Maybe the shallow cracked uh, person doesn't have the constant experience of the underwear doing that. Yeah. And so there isn't that feeling like, oh, my, this has happened once again. Oh, cruel fate. My underwear has uh, withdrawn betwixt my tushies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you, is each cheek a tushy? Tush. Yeah. Each one is a tush. And to together there they are the tushy what's your favorite euphemism for butt well i use tush or tushy mm-hmm. the most yeah but we that's use that when i have kids right uh you know what's funny is i always call you know fanny in america i is butt but fanny in the uk is vag vag i do so know that so i would say fanny uh was one that we used to use uh but like uh let's see no serious answer uh ass ass is great it's a great word <laughs> ass <laughs> okay here's another one hi allison andrew tacoma i used to wear thongs to they kept me a little bit cooler and stuff like that a little more comfortable but then i got a more strenuous job in the warehouse and had to go with baggier clothes you know climbing in uh, forklifts and stuff like that had to be more comfortable so i changed to boxers and stuff like that so you know that's my take on thongs that, that's a great take. I don't think that's real, but maybe, maybe not. Not wanting to wear a thong because you're working in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He sounded legit. Listen, Daniel, how much do you love our sheets and comforter? Uh, seriously, they're great. It's they're the best. B- they're better than this old thing up on the wall. Oh my gosh, this thing. Uh, how's your comforter looking these days? A lot like you feel, maybe a little lumpy, maybe a little deflated, no longer has the same fluff it used to. It's time for a refresh. That's how I feel these days. I know, I know. It's time for a refresh with Brooklinen. Brooklinen creates beautiful, high-quality bedding and home essentials. They work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price, no middlemen, no markups. Their comforters come in lightweight, all-season, and ultra-warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle. There's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief. They also offer a variety of materials, including an eco-friendly recycled down alternative, and Brooklinen's comforters pair perfectly with their sheets, pillows, and duvet covers. There's a reason Brooklinen has over 75 thousand five-star reviews and counting. So we have Brooklinen sheets, we have Brooklinen towels, and we have a Brooklinen comforter. I want to get Daniel replaced with a Brooklyn husband. Everything in no offense. I wouldn't every, mind that. Everything in Brooklyn and everything that they make, it's so comfortable. It's so high quality. I just love it. I just love it. I also love you. I'm just saying if they have an option. But where do I get to go? To their warehouse. Done. Deal. Treat yourself to ultimate comfort with Brooklyn's Comforter Collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code BFF to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's Brooklyn and B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code BFF for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code BFF. Or boof. Or boof. <laughs> so Daniel and I have been watching some television. Yeah, we do. This is our routine after the day is over. You guys take notes. TV time. 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 
Um, so at the end of the day, when you've done everything you need to do, you know what's kind of nice? Sitting down and watching a little TV. Why don't more people do that? So, I mean, you know, you don't have to give me credit when you start doing it, but uh, hey, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I actually think, I've been thinking about this lately, and I thought now on the show was a great time to tell you. Mm-hmm. I feel like my life would be so much better if once- If I was a TV? <laughs> if once the kids went to bed, I just went to bed instead of oh, had- Oh, I know, for sure. Because you and I eat dinner so ridiculously late. It's like I'm beyond hungry at that. I'm so hungry, I'm not hungry anymore. I, I we could- had a conversation two weeks ago and I said, start eating at, at six when the kids are eating. And I you know. didn't take me up on that. I know. I know, because I'm afraid that then if I sit down with you to watch television, as is our routine, and I've already eaten, then I'll be hungry and I'll be like eating a second dinner. I said I would too. You we did? Had a whole, oh. The problem with quarantine life, <laughs> honestly, is just n- not having the ability to follow, for me, mm-hmm. not having the ability to follow through on a single thought. Mm-hmm. Now, this has generally been a problem in my life. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's only quarantine, but like... It's really bad during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, okay. So, but I've just been thinking if I were to just trim the fat of our evening, which means no TV, dinner earlier, get in bed at a reasonable hour, I feel like I might be happier. Or just more awake. You for sure awake. would be happier. More awake, at least. Yeah, you get more sleep. You would probably wake up earlier, which, you know, is better. would make you happier. Um, you wouldn't be so tired. <laughs> so, tired. so it's come to my attention, even yeah. though I could have just asked my roommates this from a hundred years ago, that I have been sleepy and tired for my entire life. At least as it long as you've known me. Feels It feels more pronounced right now. And I feel like I either need to get my thyroid checked because I had a little bit of a disagreement with the billing department of my endocrinologist. And I don't know, I don't know where things stand. I'm slightly worried because I feel like this endocrinologist, he's sort of like a endocrinologist to the stars, but also I have gone to him. And I, based on Yelp reviews, He's a little bit mercurial, and I feel like if I were to call them and try to schedule... He's like the soup Nazi of (laughs) endocrinologist. Yes, of your hormones. Yeah, you just get up there and you say, "Mm, give me... And then go... I feel like I might not be allowed to be his patient anymore, which is fine, though, because I don't This is not a good relationship. It's not a good relationship. I was super super pissed about the whole situation. And plus, they don't take my insurance... And Just the kind of insurance one. we used to have, I used to be reimbursed, but now I can't get reimbursed. How about this? I need a new endocrinologist. At, well, just ask the question you're afraid to ask. And if they say you can't be a patient anymore, then get another fucking doctor. Well, the, no, like, that is mortifying to me. So instead, I will just get another <laughs> doctor. That was the conclusion. I, I don't want to have to be so angry. It'll make me so then, uh, angry fu- if enough. they... Then, then yeah, yeah, then protect that part of yourself. But, but right. don't just not go... Right. So anyway, I'm going to get that checked out because maybe something's going on. Maybe I need to have my thyroid medication adjusted because I am so fucking tired. And 
I'm not going to belabor the point, but according to Daniel, I'm always this tired. Every but it feels time worse. I've ever asked you, <laughs> this is every single time I've ever asked Allison how she's doing. You're letting them behind the curtain of my glamour. This is, hey, hey, so, uh, hey, honey, how you doing? So tired. <laughs> so tired. That's not how I sound. <laughs> no, is it? Uh, whoops. Yeah, something fell. What was it? Wrapping paper and um, Peppa Pig's bed. <laughs> okay. Actually, so sorry, Mama, Mommy Pig, and or Mummy Pig and Daddy Pig's bed. Peppa. Oh my God! I, Peppa's in a bunk bed. I have to keep my voice down. Because little ears can hear us. Mm-hmm. But last night, mm-hmm. the Britishization of this child via Peppa. What did he say? He said, Mommy, have a go. <laughs> we were playing a game where you have to provide the lyrics to a song. And then he wanted me to have a go. And then he wanted to have a go. <laughs> can I tell you what happened this morning? Yes, but he could hear us. Okay. <laughs> uh you were about to start talking about TV talk and we were supposed to, yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about Below Deck, but I've made this, I've said before that uh, watching the crew uh, on these super yachts cater to the ultra rich feels a lot like being the parent of a four-year-old. <laughs> um, in that like, you have the, you have bizarre requests and then you just have to do anything that they say. And this morning... You don't really have to, but I, I it feels like... Well, it. so... This morning, uh, he I knew he needed to go potty. He just needed to be, but it was like it, he had just woken up, and so I was like, "Okay, you know, you want to go in?" And he's like, "The floor is cold because the floor from the living room to the bathroom does not have carpet on mm-hmm. it, so it's like cold to his feet." And so I was like, "Okay, well, what if I put down some towels <laughs> and you know to make your feet warm?" He's like, "But." The toilet seat is cold. Uh, <laughs> I, I overheard the where this went. I forgot about so this till right now. <laughs> I, I went in there and with I got your hair dryer yeah. and I warmed the seat. <laughs> I, warmed, I was just sitting there like I've I I'm Kate. I am like catering to the super wealthy. What? Oh yes. Um, the uh, what is it? What's the Uni ovaries? No, or? what's the person who's the the main? The bosun? No, no. Oh, the, the primary. The, the primary. The primary needs his toilet seat warmed <laughs> um, every morning. So I'm, I'm like warming his seat, and and that's and I had the door shut, and it's very loud, and that's when Owen bursts in. He opens the door, which was like and he was, was freaking out, right? Elliot didn't want him to open the door. Oh. And so, and then there was a whole upset. And finally, when he calmed down, he went in there and the toilet seat was cold. And he was like, it's cold. And it was, I was like, that's because you, oh, Jenny. It had already cooled off. This is my life now. <laughs> this is my life. Many, 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 many generations of men have laid the groundwork so that I didn't have to deal with this shit. And thanks to a... Pandemic. Horrible combination of a pandemic and women's lib. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So anyway, yes, below deck. But no, I was going to talk about we finally watched in and of itself. Which yes, is we did. Derek Del Guadino. On no, Hulu. Guad, Guad, Del Guadio. Del, Del Guadio, Guadio, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, his special on Hulu, and it, he's he does magic, but I think he doesn't want to be called a magician. It's really an, an immersive experience. I think he used to be um, a close-up magician and do magic, and then he's evolved. 
his, his act? So I had heard that the less you know about it, the better going in. I agree You'll be that. sobbing by the end. I thought it was very good. I was not sobbing <clears throat> and I was surprised because I consider myself, I'll cry. I'll, I'll uh, push out a tear if I need to. But um, there was some magic in it. There were, there were some illusions. And I was very curious about how they were done. How are they done? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is this idea in culture that if you get hung up on trying to figure out how work is done, you're somehow inferior because you're not allowing the work to transport you. I have no idea what you're talking and about. And I felt that I had to defend you got so defensive my small analytic mind from Daniel's wanting to talk about the greater themes. Oh, God forbid. Blah, 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 blah. blah. This is you oh, at 1.45 a.m. last night wanting, and I'm like, Trying to look like I'm listening to you, but I meanwhile I'm on Derek's on the Reddit page discussing how the tricks are done. But for some fucking reason, and I know my language is salty. I'm just in a I'm a salty broad today, uh, and most days. Um, for some reason, when I look at Reddit on my phone, I can't like when you try to go to open up the comments. Maybe you have to be signed in. I don't know. It was very frustrating. But then you wanted to have a discussion of deep a deep important discussion and i was like i am not in a deep important discussion place right now i just want to know was he wearing a wire how does he do it and then i did get defensive not defensive but i got like i said what i just said that i feel like people judge there's there's a judgment about people who try to figure out how tricks are done as if we somehow (laughs) are killjoys and you said what you're saying right now which is I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I literally don't know. And what so you're here we are about. at a standstill. Uh, Maybe that's what I should have had is, people call in about. This is um, this is your point of view, which is flawed. Ex- explain. Um, immediately after watching the show, uh, we talked somewhat about it, and I was like, I w- I, st- I started talking about some things that I th- found in- interesting about what he was doing. And then you were like, honey, I'm just too tired. And I stopped. But you, you have, I have no idea <laughs> who these people are that you've heard about that have this opinion that you are putting a lot of emotional energy into defending yourself against. But it isn't me. I am not somebody who judges a person for wanting to know the truth. But you kept saying that's academic. No, no, it's no. less interesting. Right, let me finish. I... I realize, I, I, I think I said once, I was like, I think that how he did the trick, to me, it, it I was interested in, in some of the content of the show, the, the, some of the things he had Sexual, done, the things he did, stuff. Uh, and, I was, and I was really interested in that, and he, um, and, the th- and it's like, the thing that he does at the end, we won't spoil, it's like, yeah, it's a trick. I know it's a trick. I know he's not a, like, he's not actually magic. <laughs> so it's like, you know, did he do it this way? Did he do it that way? I'm, it's interesting, but it's beside. But it's like, it doesn't change. Uh, the, 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 it doesn't change ultimately 
the thing that I find interesting, which is this other stuff. It's like you're, it, and so I said, oh, it's academic. I said that one time, and I think you thought that what I was saying was that you're somehow like a killjoy for focusing on that, and then you kept bringing it up, and so the to the extent that we kept talking about it, it was because there was this like. I felt like you were like getting defensive about this thing, and I didn't know what the heck you were getting defensive about because I was like, I do, yes, fine, try to figure out what the trick was. Like, well, how do you mean acad- it's academic? How do you mean academic? Academic when the folk when, when if you're focused on like, hey, he's he's doing this thing about human connection and and understanding a person in a different way than how we understand a person in our society. Right now, we understand people based on how you know, like, what do you do or what did you what do you what you know what's your profession and these sort of like external things but it's like he gets you to a place where you start to see people in terms of them as relational beings this is i don't see this person as like a mechanic i don't see this person as a artist i see this person as a son or a father or brother and i was like gosh that's really interesting because in my life my experience when i i've had it this happen over and over where i know somebody in a context and i think of this and then you like maybe deep into your relationship you meet their parents and then it's like the, they change like suddenly you it's like seeing them with their parents you 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 see them in a in a different way and you're like god that's a truer way it, it felt usually truer. has to do with seeing their humanity and their vulnerability yes and and he was able to do that with his show and like there's this other thing in the show about like defining yourself there's i am thing which you know, and being seen and all that. And it's like, that's interesting too. But this other thing was way more interesting to me. Mm. And it's like, how he did the trick that got you there is less interesting than the fact that he got, that he did get you there. And I'm interested in that he got you there and what, what that says. But it's like, was he wearing a wire? Did he memorize the thing? It's like, it's interesting. I'm definitely interested in how he did it, but it's not the point. It's kind of like... The, uh, right, but because you kept saying it's not the point, and I'm like, I know... I just am curious about it. But and I wasn't, that's it's not a judgment. That's, feel, not a, it, that's not a statement it, of judgment. It feels like one. No, it's only because you listened to somebody say that once and now you've got it in your head that like smarties will judge you for ruining their, uh, the, the, the sacredness of some sort of magic. I don't know where I heard this, but I, in general, I feel there is a judgment. Listen. Uh, Look, when David Copperfield was weaving his illusions, the if you're sitting there going like, how, oh, how did he make that jet disappear? Like, what kind of a killjoy rube? Don't you appreciate art? Did you know that David Blaine was in the audience? I'm sure he was. The one called... What the hell else is he doing these days? Freezing himself to death? Would you like to holding hear? his breath? I, I imagine that at any given moment, David Blaine is probably holding his breath. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're having trouble meeting your goals or difficulty with relationships, Daniel, or trouble sleeping, that's me, or you're feeling stressed or depressed, BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. You simply fill out a questionnaire to assess your needs, and BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Um, and also the the thing that I think is so great is you can change therapists as many times as you need till you get to the right person. So it's not a commitment with, I know people are 
can, can be nervous about starting up something like this right now. What if it's not the right fit? I don't know. And uh, I want help, but I'm, I'm nervous about it. Da, da, da. Better help will get you to the right person at no additional charge. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Allison Rosen is your new best friend listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. Visit BetterHelp, better com slash best friend, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. Okay. So this next call, I suspect this person is not who they say they are. Ah, Let's try to figure out who it is. Uh, Hey, Allison. It's uh, Ray Morgan. (laughs) How are you? Uh, Ray Morgan. I'm a super fan of the show. I really like it, and uh, I listen to it quite a bit. I, uh, I send in some of the just you or is it me things, and, uh, I listen all the time. It's uh, Ray Morgan. I saw on Instagram that you have a phone number that we can call, so I'm calling it. And it, let, uh, let me know how you're doing. I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm back to work now. Uh, kids are good. Uh, I mean, the homeschooling is tough. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fucking sick of that. But you know what I'm talking about. You have, I think you have uh, at least one kid. So... Uh, that's it. And then also, can you stand song underwear? <laughs> I don't have really a strong feeling one way or the other about song underwear. Uh, I, I, I personally don't wear it, obviously, but, uh, not obviously, but I don't wear it. And it looks uh, uncomfortable to me for women, but I, you know, it's, you know, I guess it's kind of sexy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have strong feelings about it. Uh, sound off. Uh, in for a minute or less. There's got to be more than a minute. So uh, I'm going to go. That's uh, Anyway, have a good show. It's me, Ray Morgan. Hey, Ray. So it sounds, he sounds so much like... He sounds like Greg Heller. Greg Heller, I know. Weirdly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Ray's doing homeschooling either. No. But anyway. I don't know. But uh, it's always good to hear from you, Ray. Yeah. And then... This is someone, Daniel, you don't know who this person is, mm. um, but she was a regular on Allison Rosen's New Best Friend when it was a Ustream show. Ooh. Hello, old friend, Allison Rosen. This is Nevada Caldwell. Thong uh, underwear? No, thong you. Thong <laughs> <laughs> underwear is gross because there's a little strip and then it rubs against your poo-poo hole. And if uh, things get a little shifty down there, it can rub against your pee-pee hole, too. And that's not only gross, that's dangerous. Bye now. <laughs> so she, okay, so you know the um, wavy pencil dance that is yeah. referenced in my theme song where we would make pencils look bendy uh, while I played oh, a song. I know. It was, I do, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's, sure. it swept the nation. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Nevada was, but she found this California. That's some good stuff. (laughs) She found this humongous pencil. It was like a seven foot tall prop pencil. And she held it up. Did she do the? Yes. (gasps) I think it's on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosens. It's in the like way in the archives somewhere. Yeah. But 
she she did it waved the his humongous pencil uh and we threw to it on the Ustream show that cool. was how that was the production quality yeah, i had really... and then i remember alfred schultz who has recently be, you know been on the thursday show sure. again was like is that pencil big or is she tiny we had fun i know what happened to what to the quality of your show <laughs> okay do we want to do one that is a little more serious i feel like we have to now we do anything you want honey okay Hey, Allison and Daniel. Uh, this is Renee from Oklahoma. Just wanted to give you a quick happy update. Um, but first, I must apologize. I'm so sorry that I vomited my misery on you guys. I felt the air just get sucked out of the room on that call, and I'm so sorry. But um, my 23-year-old son that attempted suicide is doing great. Um, it was hard getting help in a pandemic. And his resistance, but um, he's got a new job and he's living on his own and, um, you know, taking his meds. So I check on him a lot and I feel like sometimes I'm a little clingy, but, well, too bad. Um, my husband, the ER nurse that was working 24-7, has gotten a bit of a reprieve. Um, we're reconnecting and I did get to let him know that I felt alone when all of the shit was going down. Um but I didn't want to burden him at the time with my misery, so unfortunately, <laughs> I vomited on you. I'm sorry. Um, okay, I'm just busting in real fast to say, Renee, you did not. I appreciated you calling us and being as honest and vulnerable as you were. So please, please do not feel like you have anything to apologize for. And I don't think the air got sucked out of the room. I think we were moved. Okay, back to your message. I've been volunteering at a COVID shop clinic, and that gives me some purpose amidst uh, this pandemic. So, um, again, thank you um, both for your care and concern, and I really felt the virtual hug. It meant a lot. And, um, again, sorry I was a drag, Allison, but you're right. Just give it another day and another day and tell them how much you love them. And I also know... Um, Anyone anyone that idolizes Neil Diamond is crazy, Daniel. I grew up in Tulsa, had no idea. <laughs> My parents had the crazy home interior stuff on their wall, so I don't know what you got into, but <laughs> Neil Diamond, not a thing that I'm aware. Uh-huh. Anyway, love you guys, and uh, talk to you later. Bye-bye. I'm so glad your son's doing okay. What are you talking about, Neil Diamond? I don't remember. What did we say? Oh, I told the story of staying with a family in, in Tulsa oh. who was obsessed with Neil Diamond <laughs> and had posters of him all over the house, um, which I, kn- I know what you're trying to do, Renee. You're trying to play it off like everybody in Tulsa isn't totally obsessed with Neil Diamond, <laughs> but uh, we both know I've been there. Now, um, it's impossible to hear the name Neil Diamond without a song starting in my head. Is that the same for you? That happens. I, I, I want to say, Renee, uh, I... I have thought about Renee and um, her her situation, her, her son, son, and everything. Like occasionally, you know, from time to time over the last few weeks, and I'm just glad things are going well. And don't and you like it's true that I have a very high standard for when people call in that you maintain a certain entertainment. Uh, I don't know, professionalism, mm. a certain like savvy as to 
you know, the fact that there are literally millions of people listening and this is valuable time for them. Uh, but uh, that's not true. I actually, <laughs> um, as you can tell, listening to this episode, we don't really care about whether the audience is entertained. Um, I think... And Go ahead. I think... This is, so you can pipe down for a second, Allison. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, it was actually... I actually appreciated that you would call in and share that with us, honestly. And uh, m- the fact that you felt that there was any air sucked out of the room was was me struggling because I didn't know enough to know what I could say to help. Uh, but there was I had such a desire to help. Like I wanted so badly to like, yeah, just like, oh, I wish I could do say something or do something to make this situation better but i don't know enough it's the you know it's the problem of not having like live calls to ask questions um but yeah in the future you know have a joke keep it concise energy underwear thoughts doesn't hurt to have underwear thoughts potty thoughts neil diamond thoughts but she did have that she did uh you're totally joking i hope everyone knows you're joking Yes. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of a person would I have no idea anymore. Um what song pops in your head when I say Neil Diamond? Sweet Caroline. Yep, that's the one. You know what's weird? I just uh put my thumb in my mouth mm-hmm. and it tastes like a deli sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to say that to you because I knew you'd get self conscious. <laughs> but yeah, your thumbs taste like deli sandwiches. <laughs> But I have not touched food today. I haven't touched a deli sandwich. You made a sandwich yesterday. Have you washed? Yeah, I actually took a shower last night because I was like, I've got, I, I need to take a shower. Were you, were you using my new the new soap from Subway <laughs> that I put in there? <laughs> that must have been it. What what Subway could I be? body wash? <laughs> yeah, I got. It's the six inch that's tuna body is. wash. That's what it is. See, that's probably what it was. But what can it be? I don't know, but but I was thinking the other day. I brought this up with you. Uh, we do shows without microphones. Allison and I, they're called conversations. <laughs> and uh, I mentioned that I used to. I was told that if you lick your hand and smelled, oh, that right. that's how your breath smells. Mm-hmm. And I have never ever in my life done that and thought, "Yep, smells good." <laughs> Totally doesn't smell like a dog's ass crack. Um, and uh, I guess that's a just me or everyone. <laughs> so what's the question? Can you lick your... Does my breath smell like a dog's ass crack all the time? But I'm here and I'm telling you it doesn't. I know. I think that that's one of those things you learn when but you're in elementary school. It's not true. Maybe your arm smells like a dog's ass crack. I think it's just activating the bacteria on my hand, which is disgusting. I don't know. There's some part of me that's disgusting. It might be all of me. I don't know. Uh, what I'm saying is don't smell me. Okay. Phone update. I will never, ever, 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 ever wear one. Not only will I never, ever wear one. Coming out of pandemic where it's commando most of the time, it's going to be hard to wear underwear in general. Have a wonderful day. Who are you? She's just someone who has strong thoughts about thongs, honey. I love it. I know she's in the San Francisco area. 
Okay, so there's we know what there's one person in who the San hates, Francisco area yeah, who, who hates, hates thongs. thongs. All right. Good to know. Hi, Allison. This is Vicky from Arkansas, and I just wanted to say that I hate thongs. I will never wear them. I have spent a good part of my life trying to get underwear that doesn't touch my crack in any way at all. Anyway, love your show. Been listening for years. Thongs, no. America and Canada a little bit have spoken. I just thought, We yeah. don't want I think thongs fabric in our crack. I think look, the bottom line is I I can't speak for most guys here, but uh, I'm going to. I think thongs are not the sexiest underwear despite the fact that you would think as a 13-year-old boy that they probably are mm-hmm. because they're just showing more ass. Uh but they're not really. And but they're dysfunctional if you don't want to show panty lines. I think we've I I think this show has closed the book on the topic of thongs. So now can we talk about sports? I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what? I I received a strongly worded message from someone on Instagram and I need to find it because Good. she really put a finer point on it. So just give me a second because she said she's in Australia and therefore could not... Um call in now i don't know if that's true but i'm gonna give her this uh let's see here i'm trying to find it i'm going oh here we go i'm in australia so i can't call in but no thong underwear is an absolute scam you can always all caps always feel it and anyone who says otherwise is lying to your face that's kind of been my feeling about it i thought it was gonna be someone talking shit to you no um do you want to talk shit to me now you know in australia thong uh, underwear goes the other way <laughs> man have you been taking classes yeah <laughs> daniel it. this is completely unmotivated and uh unrelated to anything however there's an impression you do it is one of my favorites and it's a guy on an instructional video right or a corporate video. Oh, is this the one where I go, hi? Yeah. I'm Daniel. Which, yeah. is it for, what? It, what is it? What kind of video is it? I actually think of it more as like it's a, it's a woman. I'm doing it. Oh. But a guy could do it too. But anyway. But what, it, what kind of video is this? You like a, like a industrial video, like a corporate instructional video. There's something where it's a non-actor who's presenting something. And there's body language that goes yeah, with it. Yeah, which is perfect for podcasting. So but I would, just, I would like you to do it just so they can try to imagine it. Why would you do that? Because I, I want to see this. it. I want to see it. And then you're going to make me do this later and you're going to post it to Instagram. That would be a good idea, but I'm too lazy. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel. That's <laughs> it. That's the, there's, there's a whole body thing that happens. And describe the body thing. Uh, a fake wave and then a, a jutting of the hip. Could and you, a hand on the hip. Could you do it one more time? Sass, a sassy. Hi, I'm Daniel. Uh, today I would like to talk to you, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, About what? I'm so glad you brought this up, honey. Didn't I do an, a, a good impersonation of something recently that made you laugh? Yeah, you did an impression of me being upset with you over your phone light in the middle of the night. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good impersonation. Let's hear it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I th- you know what I think? I'm ch- it was like, if you've watched Ren and Stimpy, when Stimpy would go, Hugh. <laughs> was that Billy West? Oh, no. I think Billy West was uh, Stimpy. I think John K was Ren. I'm thinking, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, good stuff, honey. No, we got to do the impression now. Uh, it was like, that screen is too bright. <laughs> it's too bright. It was too bright. It's too bright. Turn it down. Wait, did something happen last night too where I got? No. no? I didn't even look at my phone last night. I went right to bed. Oh yeah, because you were mad at me. You were getting all defensive <laughs> about everything. And I was just like, why is she <laughs> trying to fight over this? And then I, so I'm like, fine, I'm just going to go to bed. And then you're like, I put my arm down. You're like, don't <laughs> pin the covers down. I need covers too. And I was like, okay, this, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I knew you felt that way. I knew. <laughs> I knew that you this were like, peeved. I couldn't, I couldn't make a move. I literally couldn't make a move. Without. I knew you were peeved, and I knew because of that you were turning in right away, and I was just like, score. Yeah, you won. Congrats. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Score because there's not a too bright light coming out of your side of the bed. Yeah, you but know what, honey? honey? It yeah. totally works. If every night you want to fucking piss me <laughs> off and push, push, push until I just turn in, then uh, you can do that. Listen. That's not what was happening. Okay, now you asked me before mm. the show if I'm going to air some dirty laundry, and I said I don't know. Mm-hmm. But here's the only the laundry that to be aired oh, is. Boy. I feel like mm-hmm. you get into a mindset mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. feel like there's nothing you can do that's right, and everything mm-hmm. I'm saying is some kind of attack on you, or mm-hmm. some or like pushing, pushing, pushing. Where's the lie? Hashtag where's the lie? <laughs> but really, I was just saying, can you not pin the covers down? Because when you do that, it pulls them off of me. And I don't, I don't know how to communicate but, that in a less, in a different way. I wasn't saying it like an attack. <laughs> I wasn't mad. I wasn't anything. I was just saying, oh, I had the covers up around, around. I like them up around my neck. I cannot sleep if they're not. I love how in your neck. memory is like. Sweetie? I was just lying there and I was just like in and it was like literal pink butterflies were flying out of my mouth while I was like, honey, I'm just lying here. Wouldst thou please not pinneth thy sheet with thine arm? With and then there's like a harp. Uh it was more like, can you not? Can you can you not pin the cover down with your arm? Uh Okay, I am remembering more clearly that that you it might have been like that. You were mad because <laughs> I was the stand-in for I don't know Pete Holmes? Was it Pete Holmes's podcast? <laughs> no, it's Pete Holmes's act where he gets upset with people who can't appreciate the magic yeah, of magic. So he, Pete Holmes tells a joke, a joke, a joke about people who can't appreciate magic, which if you, if you sincerely held that belief, uh, then you're crazy pants. Um, 
you're so you were feeling judged by Pete Holmes's act, and uh, I uh, became the recipient of that uh, the feelings of defensiveness and shame, when in fact I just was uh, your ever bedraggled husband. <laughs> Do you remember when you thought that I had a crush on Nick Kroll? You could have been with Nick Kroll. Honey. I never if had I a, hadn't come along, no, you'd be with Nick Kroll right now. I never had a crush on Nick Kroll, and I've you only met him once. stop talking about him. I think he's very funny. Oh, let's see. <laughs> By the way, folks, Nick Kroll's dad is literally a billionaire. This is true. You could have been with an heir to a, a billions of dollars fortune. How could I have been with him? I don't know him. You would have oozed your way. <laughs> oozed? <laughs> oozed. Oh, I prefer to think I would have oozed my way. Wooing. It's an it's a wooze. <laughs> you would have oozed your way into his view, and then you would have fluttered your eyelashes, and he would have. Uh, I don't know how you. I don't know. Whatever you did, I don't maybe think you would have done with him. I don't think I woozed you. You woozed. <laughs> uh, and now, but now you'd be living, I don't know. A better life. I'm sure he has a house in Malibu or some shit. And here I am in Burbank. No one ever talks about how rich Nick Kroll is. You know, your um, sociopolitical awakening... No, I've always changed felt that way. You. No, no, I've that's, yeah, but, but I've always felt that way about the very, 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 very rich. That's not a new thing. I've always been super annoying when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're consistent, honey. I grew up very poor. We had nothing, no money. All right. Uh, God bless my mom. She she did the she. You know, I, this isn't a. It shouldn't even be thought of as any kind of. Uh, what am I even talking about right now? Judgment? I don't know. Anyone out there who might be judging? I don't want you to. Shut up. She worked hard. Uh, but we just didn't have a lot of money. And, uh, you know, going to USC and being around a bunch of filthy, rich, spoiled little fucking shitheads. <laughs> uh, yeah, it gave me a, a real chip on my shoulder. <laughs> I do not like most kids that come from. Now, I have met. Some that are very fine people, and by very fine, I mean fine enough. I've never heard you speak positively about I'm someone sure, who came from immense yeah, wealth. I had friends that have come from money that are fine, you know. Uh, and I have good friends that had money grown up, so it's not, but uh, on the whole, like 90% of the ones I've met are royal shitheads, just, <laughs> just the fucking shit of the earth. <laughs> I mean, I don't have strong opinions about it. I very, I am so open-minded when it comes to this. I just, you know. Uh, anyway, maybe it's Orange County. Maybe what I confused the kids being super wealthy was just Orange County culture, not realizing that all these kids were from Orange County, for the most part. Well, and I grew up in Orange County, and that is where shitheads are. Am I wrong? Are These kids are shitheads. Yeah, there's These a special are... kind of Orange County shithead. Remember when we went to Hawaii, and uh, our waiter came by, and we were like, well, "What is up with him?" And I said, "He's Orange County dumb." <laughs> he, he was Orange from. County, I think was, he was from Huntington Beach. So he had that. He had that like comical surfer voice. Yeah, 
that you'd see in like a Pixar movie. <laughs> oh, I can get that for you. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> like the the kind God. of yeah. So how's the how's the mahi? Oh man, I'm gonna have to check with the chef. Oh yeah, you had to check with the chef by everything, and then he <laughs> and disappeared. Then never see him yeah. again. <laughs> oh whoa! To dude. be fair, we did ask him if they had grapes because that's what Elliot wanted. Oh dude, grapes! Oh man, I have to check. But I feel like a hotel should be able to produce grapes. I mean, a good hotel has grapes. Everyone knows this. It's the measure of a hotel. I still want to know why there's a deli sandwich situation happening on my thumb and in my mouth, but this besides point. You know, if you want to set people at ease in any a social situation, just start sniffing your hand. <laughs> just start sniffing your hand with a, with a with a quizzical look on mm-hmm. your face. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Just keep doing that. <laughs> if you're in a waiting room and you want to pe- set people at ease. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, Daniel. What? I'm going to close the show in a minute. Yeah. Close the show. I I don't want us to stop. I love the people that are listening. I want to keep talking to them. I need an update from you. Mm. I mentioned on the podcast where Thonggate originated that you had spent more money, speaking of silver spoons, more money than I've ever spent on a hair product. On thongs? <laughs> I did. I, when you buy a, a thong lot on Amazon, they don't tell you how many you're getting. And, I, they, they, and the forklift came and I have more thongs yeah. than I could. No. Um, you wanted to know what hair type you have. How do you figure out what kind of hair you have? Because you wanted to do some research to find out the best products True. for your hair. And then you went out and you bought... A jug. A fucking jug. Well, I didn't know I was buying that much. I thought it was just a really expensive, smaller amount of it. But it, what it is is a really expensive, humongous amount of it. Although if I if it had been a smaller amount, it probably wouldn't... It would be on the more expensive side, but not like ridiculous. Mm, up there. I'm more expensive than any shampoo I've bought. Sure. I and I am someone who... Yeah. But see, I'm not in hair. the... I'm not... I don't know. Like, I know. Fancy shampoo pr- I have prices. pointed this out. I like have, you do buy very expensive shampoo. I have gone. I remember one year for Christmas. You like, get this, and yeah. I had to go to West Hollywood to this fancy salon where they don't even. It's one of those salons where you you go up there. There's a front desk, and everything is happening behind a wall in the back. You can't even see the salon. It's so exclusive. Yes, that is probably the only shampoo I've purchased that has been as expensive as your shampoo. Well, so I just thought, like, oh, it's been that league. It's what? It's in that league. Yeah, it is. But it, how's it going? Fine. Tell us. That's it? Well, $70 on a jug of is... shampoo and that's only, it's fine? Look, the, I've never had my hair this long. and um, It's an inch and a half. And it's never going to be, probably, it's probably not going to be an, another chance for the rest of my life where I will be growing my hair out like this again. So it's like, I feel like I need to give the hair the very best possible, uh, like every advantage to to be the best it can be so that I can know what the potential was for this do, <laughs> right? I don't want, I don't want a frizzy explosion of frizziness to that would make me think, oh, my hair, it just would have been a frizz explosion. Mm-hmm. 
uh, when in fact it could have been something Kenny G-like or beautiful and flowing. Uh, so I thought, you know, I'll get some products. I'll mm-hmm. give it a best foot forward, best hair forward. Um, and uh, so far it's just a fucking tangled mess. It's, it's the, hel- the hair is like getting uh, less frizzy, mm-hmm. which is good. But um, I'm just waiting for that moment when it, it's like settles down. What does that mean to you? Like it gets so long that the weight of the hair oh. keeps it from being just a fucking like I just stuck my finger in an electrical outlet. It's not like that though. Your cur- let me touch your hair. Your curls. Well, I put product on it today. Oh, it feels good. Your curls have definition. That's what people are responding. To. But you, oh, honey, you keep running your fingers through it, and we people with curly hair. I have naturally curly hair. You'll, I know. you'll never see me with it. Sometimes you will. Um, but I get it permanently straightened. But anyway, this running your fingers through well, it I'm trying is to give creating it, like, the frizz. I'm trying to, it You're trying to get it out of the wrong places. I know. I look like... Uh, you got to talk to your mom because have you noticed that she lets it dry with a clip in it sometimes? I, I've never noticed this. Okay. Yeah, maybe I need to do some some stuff. I don't know. So I try my, my hair type. I mean, this is the first time it's ever not been short. Mm-hmm. So I needed to know. It's still short. Uh, I'm at the point where I need to know what kind of curl type I. And I, what do I you have? Two C. What is that? I think. Yeah, two C. That is a uh, wavy, but like on the curlier side of wavy. Hmm. Three is where it starts to really become coils. Right. And uh, I don't have coils. I think you would have coils, unless you mean tiny little like pencil coils. Yeah. No, I think I'm 2C. I did a lot of reading on this. I'm pretty much 2C, but it gets very dry and frizzy. Would you call yourself something of a follicular expert now? No. No. Like, could you go on Allie Ward's podcast, Follicology? Nope. I'm not even anywhere close to that. I am. Probably using all the wrong products. I don't think so. Maybe I need mousse. I don't even know. No. You what does mousse, mousse do? Volume? Yeah. I There was a period of time where in college where I would put a lot of mousse in my hair and then blow dry it with a diffuser. And any picture from that time, it looks really frizzy. Yeah. Well, so oh, that's God, what I, I said. That's what I read was the problem. So I got things that are moisturizing. So I got this moisturizing shampoo that was like rated as one of the best for this my hair type. We dad. And then I got this leave-in, very light leave-in conditioner. You did? Who's that's that, that one stuff. by? The serum? That's the serum. Mm. I don't know. And so maybe it's working. Well, there's been a lot of... Are people appreciating the curls? They like it, yeah. yeah Listen. I don't, know. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is, look, this is a journey we're all on together. My I, hair. I look forward to, to seeing what happens. Your facial hair, it's also a journey too. No, we're, we're doing this together, everybody. Solidarity with my facial hair as well. And what's going on with that? I kind of... Is this a Fu Manchu? No, it's not no. a Fu Manchu. What's it this called? This is the, the Killmeister. Lemmy Killmeister, who last night you called Lemony Killmeister. I didn't. <laughs> But I thought it was funny to call him that. Okay. Lemony. 
I wonder if he ever he does he, <laughs> so against his personality. Like if he ever accidentally squirted squirt lemon on him and go, I'm lemony, kill my <laughs> Yeah, I, d- I just doubt yeah, that I happened. Think he did. No, probably not in the motorhead lore. Um He had a he always had a cool look. And I'm like, I wanna I wanna rock. What's wrong, honey? I'm going to pause this show for a sec. Um, we're back. So Elliot just, bur- I don't know how much you guys heard. Elliot just burst in like shaking with tears in his eyes. Terrified. Yeah. I thought someone had broken into I know. the house. It, he said, look, you have to look at the couch. Turned out there was a tiny spider on the couch. So we, it's Such no longer t- on the couch. So tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tiny. I know. Oh, uh, man. I honestly thought someone had broken into the house. Yeah, I didn't know what had happened. Anyway, um, thank you guys. Enough talk of my facial hair. Let's move along. People don't care. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. If you enjoy this, please leave a nice comment on Apple Podcasts, five stars. I read all of them. I read them on the show often. Oh, yeah. Do that. And follow me on Twitter. Join the conversation. (laughs) Join the conversation that's happening with me on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to tell them how to do that. Oh, yeah. You you can find me at Twitter. Uh, www.twitter.com forward slash Daniel Quants. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. I answer your questions. Um, no matter how many names I have to name, I will do it. I will, I will serve that tea girlfriend. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. We have Zoom parties. You can sign up for a year. You really do. Have you Zoom do, parties? Yes. I do a lot of stuff. I do it all. I do it all. Um, but you also you can, maybe a little more, yeah. but I do a lot of it. I do a lot. Um, you can uh, sign up for an annual subscription and you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. That's what I call a deal. That's what I call a deal. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen for the Monday shows. Lorraine Newman, Phil Rosenthal, Allie Ward, Bobby Moynihan, Melissa Gilbert. All great. Daniel Quants. Daniel Quants. But then you, we don't have a video with you. No, that's true. And your Who Thursday else? guests. Alexa Bliss, the wrestler. Um, Jerry O'Connell. I mean, Esther Povitsky, Annie Letterman. I mean, it just goes on and on. The f- the full archives of your, the audio show are available too, wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, YouTube dot com slash Allison Rosen though. Subscribe please, because I'm measuring myself worth on those subscriber numbers. I'm on Cameo, and I feel like I'm leaving something out, but oh You're well. Li- leaving off inst- uh, Instagram, Daniel Quants. Oh yeah, Daniel follow Quants. Daniel on Instagram, huh. where you can. Oh, that's Wendy. Okay, bye everybody. That's me saying goodbye. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Does Elliot want to come say goodbye? Oh, Elliot, you want to say goodbye? Come here. Bye. Do you want to say anything else to them? Well, tell them about what happened with the spider. Yeah. I don't remember what he did. Oh. Okay. Did he want to be your friend? (laughs) <laughs> um what else what else can you tell them uh how tell them how old you just turned mm-hmm. did you get what did you what did we do for your birthday
they always say, try to interview as many four-year-olds as possible. <laughs> it makes great. Do you know what show this is? Do you know the name of the show? What is it? You know the name of mommy's show. That's right. Okay. Tell say say um say all right, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. I don't remember. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I love you. I love you. You matter. You matter. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye everyone. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Good time, but now we gotta go.